What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Not Gonna Lie. I'm your host, Jonathan Terry, and I am happy to be joined with my friend and former triathlete, Carson Peach. Everybody, how's it going? Just to remind listeners of this podcast, we are sponsored by Audible. So if you're interested in getting into audiobooks, uh, use our free trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash NGL and browse hundreds of thousands of topics of books that they have to choose from and get started today. So I recently reached out to Carson last week because he put a post uh, on Instagram saying that he had retired from doing triathlons. And I thought it would be cool to kind of have him come on the podcast and relive uh, some of those moments that he's had doing triathlons and the next direction that he's, he's headed in his life. But before we get into uh, your story, Carson, and like all the experiences that you've had, I kind of wanted to let the audience of the podcast get to know you a little bit by asking you about seven or eight just rapid fire questions. Okay, so right off the bat, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, cookie dough. What's your favorite carb? Uh, grilled cheese. Place where you would most like to travel, if you haven't already? Uh, ooh, uh Raja and Pot in the French Polynesian Islands. Oh, okay. What's the last song you listened to? Uh, ooh, probably... I don't know what song, but the album by DaBaby that just came out. Favorite day of the week? I think I'd have to say Wednesdays. I like Wednesdays. Any specific reason why you like Wednesdays? You know, it's like you're you got a you got a lot of work done uh, Monday and Tuesday, and Wednesdays like the you're at the top of the hill and you're going down towards the weekend to you know a kick back and relax, not worry about too much, and then uh, start the cycle over again the next week. Texting or talking? Talking for sure. Milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Milk chocolate. Okay, interesting. I said dark chocolate, but the last two people on the podcast have said milk chocolate, so maybe there's a, a theme going on there. Dark chocolate is healthier, much healthier, actually. Okay, so there is there is proof behind that. That's what I said last week, but I had zero proof. But if you know, if I'm talking with a triathlete, I, I have to feel like you know what you're talking about when it comes to when it comes to uh, healthy healthy things. Yeah. All right, and one final thing. If you could have any superpower in the world, what would it be and why? Uh, I'd love to be able to control, to be able to go back in time, like have a reverse button like 10 seconds because like if I was a basketball star, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not the tallest, but if I had this time thing, like and I could know the ball is going this way, reverse 10 seconds, go back. Any situation, if I messed up with a girl, 10 seconds, or I could look something up on my phone on a test, get caught, but then go back 10 seconds and know the answer. Everything could be fixed by just having that 10-second window. I definitely feel like you've put a lot of thought into this. Like, this wasn't just a spur-of-the-moment answer, but you've known for quite a while this is what you wanted to do. I've been asked this question multiple times on Tinder, so I've got to be good at it. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad you've got a solid answer. <laughs> All right, so I want to start from the beginning. So growing up, what, what kind of sports did you play, and when did you eventually get into triathlons? So I started off playing hockey, um, following my brother's footsteps, and uh, I played, I, I had to start when I was like four years old, and I, uh, I did a little bit of swimming then when I was like five or six years old, just a little bit. You know, when you're younger, you can play like five or six sports that they last like a month, and that's it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I started off playing hockey, and uh, played that until I think I was 14 years old. Uh, I loved it, but I was a little small for the sport. Uh, actually got three concussions then, uh, two minors, one major. Man. And then uh, my mom said, you know, you've got to start doing something else. This isn't working out. And like, I loved it. It was great. 
And then I, so, uh, when I was like 10 or 11, I started doing a few like small triathlons. Like they took like maybe 20 minutes total. They were really small. They're just for younger kids. And then, uh, well, I still playing hockey. Um, love playing hockey. Like I mentioned, but, uh, they ran its course and, uh, I just started doing a little bit more running and my mom was, my parents mentioned, Oh, you should do a, a local sprint triathlon. And for those of you who aren't familiar, sprint triathlon is a half mile swim. And then that's 800 yards for, uh, the international listeners <laughs> and then a 20 kilometer bike and which is like a roughly 13 mile bike. And then a five kilometer run, which is 3.12 miles, I believe. And uh, so, yeah, the first one I did, I died, had to walk on the run. But, uh, you know, I, I finished and was like, I definitely can do better. So I, I did one the next year, and then I waited a year, did two. And then I, uh, through a bike shop, I actually learned uh, I learned about, like, some inter- – like, national or just a national circuit where uh, you can uh, race. There's a race in uh, Washington, D.C., Seattle, uh, a place just north of Chicago, and then one in Ohio as well. And so, oh, and Des Moines as well. And uh, so that's how they got, that's kind of how I got into it. I learned more about it, picked up uh, more as, picked up more on it the more I, uh, the more years I had underneath my belt. And so, yeah, that's just kind of how it started off. Gotcha. That's really cool. Yeah. And then for those of you who don't know, Carson and I actually went to high school together for one year, freshman year, but we were, uh, we were, we were next door neighbors in the dorm. Sweetmates. Sweet. Yes. Yeah, sweetmates. There you go. That, that makes it sound good. Yeah. We had a lot of good experiences. Uh, I learned some of the sports that Carson probably shouldn't go into, uh, being with him on, uh, <laughs> anything being... with a ball. Yeah, well, yeah. Anything with the ball. I, I would say, I mean, you did all right in basketball. You, you played your heart out. No question about it. Hey, I say I got a lot better that year because of you. <laughs> well, well, I appreciate that. Thank you for, uh, thank you for the compliment, but yeah, no, great, great athlete. But when do you think, when do you think that you really started to take it seriously and know that, Hey, this may be something that I want to do, um, and, and put a lot of effort into. Well, I mean, so I, I after my eighth grade year in, uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, I went to, uh, Upper Columbia Academy, uh, where you went, that was where I met you. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you remember, you always, people would see me with my bike or I'd be running and people would see me out in the wheat fields running and, you know, I really, I loved UC. I loved the people. It was an amazing group of people, and I still miss them. And like, I actually had a had a long talk with my parents about being going back senior year, just because of the the quality of the people there were so good. Um, but I, uh, it was that freshman year. I realized, you know, like I'm putting all these hours of training in, and you know, it's hard. I can only swim two times a week, and I have to have my I have my license yet, so my grandma would that lived about a half hour away would have to come pick me up to drive me to a pool another half an hour away and then drive me back to school and back and then cycling races my mom would have to drive in over an hour almost an hour and a half to pick me up take me to the cycling race uh depending on how far away away it was anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour and then she'd have to drive another hour home which was like she'd start her night at like six and not get home till almost close to midnight and so uh you know i had to talk to my parents they said you know it's probably best for you to go to the local um school in uh, idaho and so, yeah, that's honestly the kind of the moment where it was like, all right, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to, I'm going to send it <laughs> and, uh, you know, go all in. And so, you know, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. In doing that, you, you had a lot more time to focus on obviously swimming and biking and overall training for triathlons. So what are some places that you were able to uh, visit because you competed there in triathlons? 
Well, it seems triathlon's an emerging sport, so it's not crazy big, but there are thousands and thousands of people racing around the world. But the nice thing about triathlons is, I mean, if you take a sport like swimming, so many kids swim. And so, I mean, to get out of your state or your region to be swimming, you have to be one of the best in the nation. And so, luckily, I'd say in America, like the real, the, the good quality athletes my age, there was maybe two or 300 of them. Mm-hmm. And so that allowed for me to travel a lot more because of it, um, especially internationally. I think the first place I traveled internationally for a race was in Cozumel, Mexico, an island right off of Cancun. And then I raced in London, uh, Rotterdam, which is a city about 50 miles south of uh, Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And then one of my favorites was uh, in Brasilia, uh, Brazil. Apparently, it's this, basically the same name as the country. Oh, it's okay. an but uh, yeah, I actually I did do a race. Uh, oh wait, never mind. I did. I've been to Canada for a race, but it got canceled due to the forest fires. Oh, gotcha. For those of you who don't know, Carson had almost a full ride to the college he was attending for triathlons. So, what made you choose that school at first? What made you go in that direction? And moving from Idaho to North Carolina is quite the trek. Yeah, it's, it's, it was a long drive. I can attest to that. <laughs> um, you know, at first I was actually uh, my senior, my junior year of high school. I was looking to run in college. Uh, triathlon is a lot of work, and uh, I knew that in college I was going to want to focus on uh, a few other things than just athletes. But, I mean, you're talking about training for three sports. Uh, and so, I mean, at times we can get up to 25, 30 hours of training, which is basically like a job uh, between a part-time and full-time job. Uh, except you're pushing your body to its physical max limits almost almost over half those hours. And so um, I was like, you know, I'll run in college and see how that goes. And my times in, co- in high school were pretty good, but they weren't like, wow, like look at that kid Carson. People are talking about him over on the other side of the nation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, w- I was looking at some uh, decent D2 schools, uh, a few in California, um, some in West Virginia, and then – a few D1 schools that I would have had to walk on to. But, okay. uh, you know, a lot of them, just a few of the places that I had offers from, I wasn't really feeling, just the coaches and the team, they were great people, but just like, you know, sometimes you just, it just doesn't feel quite right. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, I visited a school here in North Carolina, in Charlotte, uh, Queens University of Charlotte. And, you know, it's a smaller school, like 3,000 people. Uh, it's pretty small, but I think it's almost over half the, the student population are athletes. I think over 30% are international from around the world. A bunch of my friends are from Europe and Africa and South America. Oh, wow. And so I really love the diversity. Uh, coming from northern Idaho, uh, there's not a lot of diversity there, yeah. to say the least. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I love the international people. Uh, I, right now I have a bunch of international friends. And uh, so that was one draw to the school. Uh, the coach I loved, the team uh, was all really funny. Um, Half my teammates are from uh, Guatemala, Mexico, Spain, uh, Germany, uh, Kansas, <laughs> <laughs> and so you know I love the team. They're all they're, they're all really uh, very focused athletes. Which was, at the time I was extra, like that's all I wanted was you know I was possibly looking at the Olympics and stuff uh, mm-hmm. in, in a few years. And so you know the the school they had my major, you know, had everything I wanted. So uh, all my attention was drawn towards here, and I was just like, you know what, like this is what I want. I might as well just, you know, might as well just take it. So, uh, yeah, I ended up committing to, uh, Queens university of Charlotte. So then along the way, um, in college or before you 
you started working for Red Bull. So what what was that like? What do you what do you do for them, and and what sort of things have you been able to be a part of working for Red Bull? So uh, actually, Red Bull hosted a like some triathlon series. Basically, they come out to a few races, but uh, they hosted like this event where they brought out um, athletes. Um, some of their media marketers, just people that work for Red Bull, and basically just gave us uh, kind of like an outlook on uh, Red Bull as a company within uh, as for a lot of the business students here, but also as a uh, like there's I mean there are some athletes here that could possibly in the contention uh, in the future be contention as a Red Bull sponsored athlete, mm-hmm. and so that's when I first actually met like the some of the Red Bull employees, and I remember talking to one of my friends, uh, his name's Jake Spillers. I didn't know at the time. I said, Hey, like, what do I have to do to get a job uh, for Red Bull? He's like. He's like, you know, you just got to apply online. Like, literally just look it up. Um, so I uh, looked up online that night, um, found a website called Glassdoor that, I think it was Glassdoor, that uh, gave me the, the application to the website. And, uh, you know, I filled half of it out and then realized that uh, I had an English paper due the next morning. And so I didn't finish the interview or finish the uh, application, and I kind of just forgot about it. I checked my spam email, like, maybe three or four weeks later. I got an email from a lady named Megan, and she's like, "Hey, like, would you would you like to? I saw you start your application. Like, we'd love to come in and have you for an interview." So uh, yeah, I went through the application process and interview process, and uh, started working for them. Uh, I love that. Um, so what it's called is called the Wings Team, mm-hmm. and basically what we do is uh, in some of the major cities around the U.S. Uh, Charlotte, uh, New York, New York, New York, Jacksonville. Uh, in Florida, um, Atlanta, Raleigh, just some of, like so just in some of the major cities that have a, a lot of students. Uh, one of our focuses are college students, and so we uh, we have these Red Bull backpacks. They're called. A lot of people recognize us as Red Bull girls. But, oh, okay. Uh, most of you can tell I'm not a girl, but yeah. uh, we have these Red Bull backpacks. They have coolers in them, and uh, we uh, basically drive. If you've ever seen a Red Bull Mini Cooper, that's what I do. I drive those around, and we sample out uh, Red Bull cans to people. We sample a bunch of different flavors, and uh, we go to we go to events. We go to snowboarding events. We go to we go to a lot of colleges, uh, fun runs. We go to a lot of businesses, uh, anything and everything except for like uh, we can't get into events that are sponsored by uh, Coca Cola because. For obvious reasons, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's really cool. So, have you just is it just around the Charlotte area, or are you are you going other places out as well? Yeah, so our market is a uh, it's kind of it's hard to describe without having a map or anything. But we cover uh, out to like Clemson if you're familiar with the area at all. Okay, uh, yeah, so it's like two or three hours away, mm-hmm. and then we go all the way to Charleston uh, on the coast in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So we cover a pretty vast uh, region. I know. Uh, like last year when I was on the team last summer, they went to a CCMF in Myrtle Beach, which is Carolina Coastal uh, uh, Country Music Festival or something like that. It's a big oh, okay. country music festival. They spent a few days out there uh, advertising. and uh, Yeah, so we go to a lot of different places. That, that's really cool. So uh, like I, I mentioned before, uh, you posted on Instagram uh, this past week that you're retired from triathlon. So what kind of made you take that step and say, I'm ready to move on with a different part of my life and step back from doing triathlons. So last year at the end of uh, end of the triathlon season, the triathlon season's kind of a uh, March to I'd say like maybe August. Uh, it's kind of long, but uh, I I had a really good season last year. I had my best season yet, and 
I think I placed sixth or seventh at nationals. Oh, wow. So my best placing yet. And uh, I was really happy with my results. Um, I qualified for a race earlier that year in Brazil, which I had mentioned earlier. And uh, you just had a great season overall. And I was really happy at my goal um, for a trap one was to qualify for that race in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And so I, I did. And then I uh, headed off to college. Uh, and, you know, I was just, my body was hurting. And we had like three or four, three or four more races that uh we had left to do for the collegiate season the collegiate season is very weird here uh in america we race in the fall and then we have an off season in the winter and then we have another season uh we have our our national race in the spring coming up here in april i think gotcha yeah and so uh my body was just burnt out i was getting injured really easily anyways i trained through trained through the injuries trained through the pain and you know I just wasn't enjoying it as much with the pain and all that going on I was just my body was exhausted my, I was mentally exhausted and so I uh, took an off season which is usually for most athletes it's literally like maybe a week or two mm-hmm. but uh, I wanted to give my body a real break so I took a month off and then that month turned into two months and then that two months turned into three and I'm talking like completely like stop training. I was work- I was lifting every day and I'd go for a run once or twice a week and swim once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, I got into got into this uh, beginning of this year coming in 2019 and uh, February and beginning of January, I put in a lot of work and uh, figured I uh, I kind of decided you know like this might be this might not be what I want to do because I mean as a triathlete it's a lot of work and you have to really grind even as you're one of the best in the world like. You're not making you're not making a million a few million dollars like some of the professional uh, other sports like not even close to like MLB or golf or football. It's just it's just hard to compare as the sports uh, they're not as widely broadcasted, so it's hard to make as much money. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just made a decision like I don't want to put my body through hell and back basically just to, to make not minimum but just like not as, for how hard you those people work they deserve a lot more money. And, you know, I, I'm still probably going to do triathlons for fun, but uh, I realized looking into, looking into like, 2019, I had a few goals, and, you know, one of them was to really accelerate my career as a filmmaker and photographer. And then, um, but to do that, I needed money to buy new camera equipment and stuff, and I'm not getting paid to do triathlons, so I've been working a lot. Mm-hmm. Another one of my goals was to get build my relationship with god uh more you know i've gone in and out of a really strong relationship and i want to hold on to that and so i realized you know i gotta i gotta let one thing go but sometimes you don't actually want god on top but this time i felt like i really needed him mm-hmm. and so i put that on the top of my list making money in the future was something i, w- I wanted to secure and so i feel like not only that but ha- doing that at making that money as with a hobby such as filmmaking and photography i was like this is what i want this is what i want to do and i felt like if I had God in front of that, then that then that would just carry me, and like I'd be doing really well as a filmmaker. And so, uh, yeah, I decided to leave Queens University. I'm not sure where I'm going yet, but yeah, that's kind of the the plan right now. Gotcha, that's awesome. So, what do you think? As you know, being a former triathlete, or I mean, current but not uh, doing it full time, the traits that you picked up doing triathlons, uh, how do you think they'll translate into your uh, film career? I never really thought about that within the film career, but I guess uh, perseverance and like that grit. Like I would, I'd come home and I'd, I'd be riding my bike at one a.m. on the trainer just because like I knew that I had to get it done, and so I would. And so I guess with uh, films, you know, 
one of the big things for especially for like journalists like they they'll 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 shoot something they'll film it and then like they'll stay up till like 6 a.m just getting it done because the, they need the press needs it the next morning at 8 a.m or something like so just being able to meet deadlines i guess or like i guess one a big thing for me is realizing your goal realizing my goals and like that's it like there's there's no ifs ands or buts like i'm gonna reach those goals mm-hmm. um nothing can like I mean, obviously something can stop me, but in my mind, like I'm going to do everything I can to prevent that from, from something getting my way. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That's really awesome. That's really cool. Uh, the new direction that you're taking. And I can definitely attest that, uh, with your, with your attitude and your personality that you'll really go far in whatever you want to achieve. Well, thanks man. Yeah. So thanks Carson again for coming on the podcast. It's been a lot of fun catching up and being able to talk about your next steps in life. Yeah, man, I appreciate having you. It was awesome to catch up, and uh, hopefully uh, maybe I can get a follower on Instagram or two. Carson.peach, if anyone's wondering. She posts a lot of uh, great pictures, uh, some of which with that Red Bull Mini Cooper that he mentioned before. Uh, he posts a lot of great videos on there, too. It's a good follow, so it, you've got my, my seal of approval. Carson.peach. All right, thanks. I was wondering if I was able to plug myself or not. Oh, yeah, no. Pl- go hard. Plug yourself all you want to. Anything else you need to plug, or is that all? Okay. I'll follow Red Bull, I guess. Okay, follow Red Bull too. So follow Red Bull and Carson.Peach on Instagram. Carson with a K, peach like the fruit. There it is. And just a reminder for listeners of this podcast, these shirts are now up. So you can go to the link in the Twitter or follow on Instagram, links on Instagram, or you can go to the website, notgonnalipod.com, to purchase your T-shirts as well as stickers. Thanks so much for listening, guys.